Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that curses Yingling for not bringing it out to California yet. My name is Seth. I'm drinking it right now. Cheers. I'm not because I don't drink piss water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do. That's a natural light. light. (laughs) Yeah. This is an audio podcast. Nobody can see that but us. God. That's just, I'm ashamed of you, Matt Dasher. I'm ashamed you, of you. Uh, you should be. You should really ashamed. be ashamed of yourself. You, yeah. you think you were from We Were Hitchcock, Florida, or something? I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, tonight we're going to be covering the Francis Ford Coppola movie, Apocalypse Now, a movie that uh, Ian and I had never seen. Dasher has seen it. Well, let, first of all, let's clarify: we watched Apocalypse Now redo because that's the only fucking one that could be found. No, it isn't. Yeah. I watched Let's, the original on Prime. Oh, I, I watched uh, Redo on Prime. I watched Redo on Netflix. Netflix. Re- Redo was just extra footage anyway, but in any huh. event. <laughs> How much was not originally there? Because I'll take that version any time. The, uh, the original theatrical cut is 142 minutes. Uh, the Redo is, three, is over three hours. There yeah, was a shorter version of this movie. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, now I'm pissed we, off. We clarified weeks ago that we were watching the original, and it is available on Prime. I don't remember what, what, what us I, saying that. What I, yeah, when I elected it here at my home, the only one that came up for me was Redo on Netflix, so that's what I watched. And he mm. picked me up from the airport, and on our way from there, he told me to watch it on Netflix, and... Now I just feel like it's all Dasher's fault, and we just happen to be in the same city, So, I, and I know where he lives. Because don't get me wrong, this was not a bad not like, movie, but Jesus Christ, like we're not it was going long. Out tonight. It is a very long film. Uh, but since neither one of y'all has seen it, and Seth, it's your pick, I, uh-huh. um, I, I assume that you want to kick off? Or are you deferring I, to uh, yeah. here? No, I'll, 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 t- I'll take a whack at it here. Uh, All right. This, uh, I'm really, really glad I watched this movie. Mm. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. Uh, the, the especially the, everything from everything behind the camera that Coppola is doing is fucking genius. This film looks amazing. For the time. Every the shot, time. every pan, all this stuff, for, for the time, nothing for any time. I was going to say, it, looks, it holds up very well. Just the, the, the lighting alone and how he how he blocks scenes is just, mwah. Got to give it the chef's kiss. And the story, this this journey that, that uh, our Captain Willard takes, uh, he's being sent on a on an assassination mission, basically, to kill this colonel that's gone batshit insane. And and having and, and taking him through from Saigon all the way up to, uh, where does he wind up? Cambodia. Cambodia, somewhere, yeah. Cambodia, yeah. Uh, to confront this, this colonel is just, just the, the imagery and the, uh, just everything that he's seen and, and how gristled, even even how gristled these men are, how how just how it affects them, and 
I don't know, man. It, it was a journey I'm glad I witnessed. I don't know if I'd watch it again soon because this is a very slow-moving film. Um, except for at the very beginning. In the beginning, it kind of picks it, it picks up and uh, you get thrown into it, into it with the air cav. And mm-hmm. that was my favorite when you, part. When you hear "Flight of the Flight of the Valkyrie" or "Ride of yeah. the Valkyrie," and they're just wasting everyone. And yeah, <laughs> Robert and Robert Duvall not flinching one time every time a shell lands near him. Hmm. All he wanted to do was, was surf. It? All he wanted that to was do so was dumb. surf. Yeah. He, he literally <laughs> he literally attacks and wipes out a village just so he could surf its waters. Carly yeah. doesn't surf. <laughs> I think that was Pretty. his exact words. This this yeah. movie is uh it's it's gruesome in uh the most beautiful kind of way. It, it's a it's a it's a unique film. It's a unique war movie. Very yeah. different from your platoons and your saving private Ryan's. Mm-hmm. Um it yeah. wasn't a it, it it didn't it didn't uh it, it didn't uh it you know inflate the uh the cause but it also didn't uh it it kind of didn't pull any any uh of your seventies war sixties and seventies war uh, protest punches because mm-hmm. it did have that in there uh, but it wasn't heavy handed it just showed you how gruesome mm-hmm. it was. Um, however exaggerated it might have been, and who knows how real any of that really was, unless you were fucking there. But, uh, I don't know. I really liked it. I, I think it's, uh, I, I don't know why I put it off so long watching it. I guess I knew very, very little about it. I knew, I knew about two scenes, uh, two lines, basically. I knew about the, you're a, you're an errand boy sent by grocery clerks to collect, to collect a bill. And I knew about, I know, I love the solo day bomb in the morning. And that's all I knew about this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So I didn't hate it. I hate that it was so long, but I mean, I kind of like the like you said, uh it, it's it's pretty realistic especially when it gets into the um t- kind of telling us what it's doing to their minds being in the shit because uh these characters develop as the film goes on and it it's clearly taking a toll on them, which I liked uh that they actually showed it. And I, for as big of a star as Marlon Brando is, he did not do it for me in this movie. Like, they built him up to this big thing, and I was kind of disappointed. I like, think I, that's the point, actually. I think that's the point, is because even even uh, Willard says in his uh, in his narration that he, you know, even when I looked at him, I thought I was gonna, I, I thought I was gonna want to kill him, and now I don't even know. I think you're. I think you're supposed to be disappointed in this guy. He's he's I, just a dude. No, it's not that he was just a dude. It's just I just wasn't. As his performance was just almost phoning it in because he didn't. He didn't really emote in the way that I know that he can. It's just I was disappointed with him, and I got tired of the narrating at a certain point. I'm just like God, shut up. And but and I, it's funny because it took me about. 20, 30 minutes to realize that's Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah. It yep. took me about that long too. He made a, he made a certain smirk and I was like, that yeah. is Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Yeah. A very then, young, uh, a I, very young Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Yeah. And I think for me, my favorite character was Dennis <laughs> Hopper. 
I can't I, explain I, it to you. I think Dennis Hopper was really good. I was going to, once my turn came around, fuck it, I guess I'll go ahead and take my turn now. Um, go ahead, I don't care. I will disagree with you on Brando's performance. I thought Brando's performance was exactly what it needed to be, what it was supposed to be. Um, you said he didn't emote really well. His entire performance, he looked like somebody, Like, and trust me, being in my profession, I've seen insane people. Um, it just kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. He pulled it off. Um, but to your point, Dennis Hopper fucking just, anytime he was on screen, it was. That's what he did. He literally came into the movie and stole the show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And he wasn't on screen for very long. Um, nope. And yeah, I, it was Brando. I, which correct, I'm like, what the. F-? Seth, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think mm-hmm. in the redo version, which is what me and Ian watched. Not only was there additional footage, but I think they took out some footage because in the theatrical cut, didn't he kill Hopper? His character? No, ho- no, Hopper. Uh, he fucks off. Okay, so he just fucks off. Okay, all right. Yeah, he just okay, fucks off. It had, been a, it had been a very long time since I'd seen this film, but I, I, for whatever reason, I thought I remember Brando killing him at some point in time. Um, no, he splits. Yeah, th- mm. this movie is. It's a masterpiece in filmmaking, and what to do. Oh, I'm not taking the anything away from that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm not taking anything away from the cinematography at all. I just, yeah. uh, I wish there were moments where I'm like, like the whole scene where they show up at the French plantation. I was like, this scene had better go somewhere, and it didn't. And I'm like, it, it why is not, this here? Yeah, that that could have been had cut no down. business being in the movie. They could have cut five minutes off that scene, and it would have been perfectly fine. Um, they didn't need to go there because it didn't really, I mean, I guess you could say it kind of added to the, let's call it the ambiance of the film, but from a storytelling narrative, it didn't go anywhere. It, it had really no point. Um, we've already established that Charlie Sheen's character, who's the assassin. Um, Martin he's, Sheen. He's Martin Sheen, I'm sorry. Um, he's on the brink, <laughs> and we know it. Everybody's on the brink, and we know it. <clears throat> And these these French people that are just there because, you know, this is our land because, you know, anybody who knows anything about Vietnam, the French dominated Indochina for like 75 years until the Viet Cong literally kicked their asses out. Um, They just didn't really serve any point moving the story forward. It was just kind of scenes that were put in there almost like filler scenes. Um, So I agree with you on that aspect. and, And I think that's part of redo because I don't remember a French plantation. Okay, because yeah, then okay. yeah, because if that if that wasn't in the original cut, good because that scene was so freaking pointless, it made me mad. Uh, and you know, just I, if you're if I don't know why I, I was I I did enjoy it. I'm just trying to think not to let the the ending affect me so much because he meets Marlon Brando, and like five minutes later he kills Marlon Brando. Like, okay, all that romanticizing you did with the narration and telling us about who this person is, you kind of dropped the ball. Not going to lie. Well, I I do know that uh, this is a point in Brando's career where he was uh, being very difficult to work with. He was, Mm -hmm. uh, I know that he was being fed his lines through either an earpiece or he was reading them off camera. Um, 
through either cue cards or they'd be written on something and uh, that he was using in the set. And that's just the way he did it. That's dumb. That is so dumb. Anyway. I, I uh, think my favorite sequence in this film um, was when they're on the boat trying to get upriver. And they come across the bridge at nighttime, and like everybody's just fucking batshit insane trying to swim to the boat. Mm. And they come across the soldiers who seem to be screaming and firing into the wilderness at nothing. And you hear that there's actually. That, wouldn't, that was a very good scene, yes. You, you hear that there's actually a VC it, out there saying, Die, GI, Dead, GI. And this random guy who's obviously stolen out of his fucking. Everybody, everybody in this little village that they're in. Are fucking have already gone off the deep end, and this dude just gets up with a fucking grenade launcher, and like, just blind pops this fucking VC <laughs> out in the jungle, and then they're like, yeah. "Soldier, who's in charge here?" And the guy just looks at him like, <laughs> "Nobody's in charge here," and that that was like a microcosm for the war itself. I thought that scene right there. Well, the whole the whole movie is like that. You you start with very uh, very structured military orders and uh, and with strategies. a very young Harrison Ford, by the way. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah. you, but I had uh-huh. to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I, I, had, I had no idea he was in this. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know that either, but I completely forgot. Yeah, and I, but at a certain at a certain point in Harrison Ford explaining shit, I'm like, just why don't you tell us about the arc? You're telling us you're telling us the whole movie. <laughs> But uh but you start there was, and then you and then he gets into the air cav unit and there's still stru- there's still structure there, but it's clear that Robert Duvall is just a maniac. And uh and the further along he goes, every little group that he encounters, it becomes more and more distraught and yeah. just unorganized and then and then uh, by the end of the film it's just utter fucking chaos. I well, think that when, was literally the point, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, like you said at the beginning of the assault, yeah, these are soldiers just having fun. You know, they don't care who they kill. And then the deeper into the woods you get, it's like getting deeper and deeper into the shit. Because yeah. they, they gave up on a certain village where they're just like they're not listening to anybody. They're like, "Hey, who's your commanding officer?" And they're like, "It's, it's the scene where it's raining hard and they meet the playgirls." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that, that, that. That whole sequence was disturbing as fuck. Yeah, because they're just like they're overwhelmingly over it. They don't listen to nobody. They're not. It doesn't seem like they're scared. They're just like, "Hey, I need to talk to who's in charge." And they're just like, "Blow me! I don't care." They're they're, they're literally mad. They're they're yeah. being driven by mm-hmm. nothing but madness at that point. Um, you know they they've seen so much shit that they've become disassociated to it, and they're just fucking everybody in this film. After a certain point that they come across, is literally insane. That was a thing that I wanted to know, and I want to ask you guys: is that is that what happened with those playgirls? Did they just snap, or or they yeah. just ditzy? Because I couldn't tell. Like, they snapped. They just snapped. Okay. Yeah, they snapped too. They were stuck there. They were being whored out to the soldiers for whatever reason, and they were just everybody was gone off the fucking deep end. I mean, they were all just done mentally. Yeah, well, the, one of the most insane parts of the film was the. The the wondrous USO show brought to you by Playboy. I was just insanity. Yeah. Out there in the middle of the jungle, they have this grandstand, 
and they just bring they they bring half naked women to a bunch of men who have not seen another white woman, clean woman, in God knows how long, mm-hmm. and they just start rushing the stage. Yeah, and, and, try, and, and they're hanging from the they're hanging from the helicopters trying to get up there to them. It's, it's it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, there, there, like I there's said, this movie has why, great scenes. Yeah, there's a reason why this movie is being referred to as one of the darkest films ever put on screen, and it holds up to it because this is a very dark movie. It's a disturbing film. It's it's it it's a. That's I, the I thing. It's like it totally as, as, dark. Mm-hmm. As as much as much as I enjoyed it, this is a very hard watch because there's 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 imagery in this movie that just it just. It, it it disturbs you right down in your core. Yeah. And God damn it. If, if, I, I know that's the goal that Corp, that couple is going well, for, and fuck, he achieved it. There's, there's absolutely zero way in hell this movie could be made present day. I disagree. I think it could because be the done. Whole scene, uh, the whole it just scene could be done very kill, well. It could be done as well. The whole scene where they kill the bull, they actually killed that fucking bull. Hmm. Yeah, that was I mean, you nuts. Yeah, you, you, you obviously I, I, that yeah. can't be done. And, but I'm talking and they're about chopping uh, up the, the movie bull itself. At, yeah, they're chopping up the bull as Sheen's chopping up Brando, and it's like, dude, that's just Which, fucking wow. I want to talk about him. Uh, I don't think he did that bad, but he Who, was he. Yeah, he was just mm. surrounded by better players. I think I agree. people had more personality. Yeah. Because yeah. he was just along for the ride, literally, and the rest of them were they'd clearly mm-hmm. been on this boat a while. They have their own distinct personalities. I I knew for a fact at a certain point in the movie, I'm like, either Lance, the surfer dude, he's not gonna make it, or he's gonna join the colonel, and I'd be damned if I was right. Because you see him well, just dancing uh, at, at the colonel's place when they get there. Well, Sheen, I thought he's introducing this movie as basically a fucking weapon. And he played that role till the very end of the film. He was a weapon that was on a mission, and you know everything that happened in between was was the culmination of what he is to what his objective was. He's just a weapon. Oh yeah, he didn't and need a personality. That's, that's totally fine. Yeah, well, it's he didn't have one because I know you don't you don't need to have one, but I mean, if we're gonna be on this three hour adventure with you i need to care about you yeah and it was hard sure. considering he was surrounded by people i actually cared about and then they killed yeah. uh lawrence fishburne and the uh, chief which uh yeah that was that was weird especially uh chief's death what, he just looked at it like a spear a fu- a fucking spear <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hey what happened like to he the can't dog? Even, he can't even believe it Right, yeah. I have no idea what happened was, to the dog. Yeah, it was, you know, like you said. Oh, this, that was, this, that him wanting to go back after the dog is just, it, you see how, how. Crazy he's going. Well, it's like their, 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 their priorities are just all kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. They have done. It's, mm-hmm. Everything's just, it, it, it's whatever's right in front of you, whatever's making you feel good right then and there. That's what you're going to go after. Well, and, in, in his defense, he was on Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds pretty much the entire film, too. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say the entire time. About halfway through, he starts losing it. 
right around the time he met the dog, actually. Because mm-hmm. after that, he wasn't listening. He wasn't paying well, attention. He, he, he even told him. He even told him that he like dropped a head full of acid, like halfway through the film, mm-hmm. through the remainder of the film. He was just on a fucking acid trip the entire time. Yep. What a hell of a place to be on an acid trip. Fuck, oh, dude, dude. could you, ima- could you imagine? I, I would just imagine at that point no. he didn't care if he lived or died. Probably. That's probably what it was. He's like, I don't care anymore. I had a bad trip and, at a friend's house. I can't imagine being shot at. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the scene where, you know, Charlie Sheen and, uh, or not Charlie Sheen, but Martin Sheen and, Martin. um, yeah, sorry. I know they sound the, alike. Yeah. And, and, and the guy are out in the jungle just talking and all of a sudden out of nowhere, a fucking tiger, um, you know, cause if, as if shit's not already bad enough, now we're being chased by a fucking tiger through the goddamn Vietnamese jungle. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love. I just found this out. I love that one of the playmates is played by uh, Colleen Camp, who, if you don't know who that is, she played the maid in Clue. And do you know what she looks like today? Because no. it's disappointing. No. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, this- she, like I said, remember the maid in Clue, right? How yeah, hot she yeah. was. That's her now. Oh yeah! It oh was boy! Like thirty years That's- ago, it was like thirty years ago. You know. Gravity but and it's age. A drastic are change. Yeah, gra- gravity oh, yeah. and age are undefeated. But, uh, but um, I honestly all all, still I, think my favorite my favorite scene was with Robert Duvall. Anything, anytime he was on screen, he, fa- he was fantastic. Owned, Duvall and Hopper both owned the screen every time they were on it. Um, as little as mm-hmm. it was, it was they earned their paycheck for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, I give this movie a solid A. A, oh, definitely an A. That's uh, it, it, it's probably my favorite war film that I've ever watched. I wouldn't uh, say that, but it's 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 the hmm. most unique war film I've ever watched. That's it's, for sure, that, and, and that, I think that's why I like it so much. It's fucking unique. It's yeah. it's not it's not your Saving Private Ryan. It's not your mm. We Were Soldiers, which was fucking terrible, and hmm. it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not platoon. It's not any of that. It's... The only thing that even comes close, and it doesn't really even comes close, but it does capture some of the darkness of this film, is probably Hamburger Hill, which is still to this day probably the best war movie I've ever watched. Mm. I'll say this: it's. I, I there's so many scenes I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, Tropic Thunder definitely took inspiration from that, didn't mm. they? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing the things that I was like, oh yeah, Tropic Thunder did that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, solid A. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll watch it again. Even, but even uh, it I'm was just gonna watch so, the shorter version. Yeah, even though it was over. Oh three yeah, hours watch the long, original. Yeah, even though it was over three hours long, and in parts you felt every bit of that three hours. I thought for the most part it flowed pretty well. Um, it. I knew it was a three-hour-long movie because I remember looking at it on my watch. Damn, this movie still got like 45 minutes to go. But it didn't seem as long as it was for the most part. But, yeah, which is fair. Like I said, in parts. The French scene, I was counting every second. Like, good God, this needs to stop. And, Seth, just because... Uh, don't watch the whole movie, but if you, if you watch the... Uh, go on Netflix and just skip to that scene and you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's completely I don't, forgettable. I don't remember a French, a French plantation, period. Yeah, it, it was completely uh, forgettable. It, it happens right after um, Lawrence Fishburne gets shot. Yeah. They, they, yeah, that was cut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right after he gets shot, they land there, and that's where they bury him, and then there's this long, drawn-out dinner scene, which takes forever. Which is basically mm. the French shitting on the Americans' part in Vietnam. So that's basically what that uh, was. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So much so much ambition, so much on the location. It was just, I can't imagine how hard this film was to make. And, and let's be honest, this this was Coppola's heyday. I mean, there there was this, there was Godfather 1 and 2, and, um, you know, by far his best films that he ever put on screen. Um Speaking of, for 1979, this movie had a hell of a budget. $31 oh, million yeah. in 1979? Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah they used it, every it, goddamn penny of it. Every goddamn penny. For I don't sure. know where this film was shot at. I don't know where the location was. But it looked like Vietnam. It looked every bit like Vietnam. Uh, you take any any of those, uh, of those specific, uh, you know, rainforest jungle countries and, you know, you... You film them from afar, yeah. They're they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna you know look the part for sure. Yeah. All but, right, uh, damn fine film that deserves its respect for sure. Alrighty, well, uh, who's next, Dasher? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. I said last week I was gonna kick off because I mean my, the next our next broadcast will be on the twenty sixth, so I'm gonna go ahead and kick off Halloween Horror Month. Um, go for it with that pick. I said last week that I was going to do Critters. I've changed that. I'm Thank going God. to do a uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to do a horror sequel that is vastly regarded as better than the original and probably the best in its franchise. We're going to watch a Nightmare on Elm Street three: The Dream Warriors. Oh, thank God. Okay. Because you said sequel, my mind went to two, and like as in. Part two. I'm like, which which sequel is better than the original? And I'm like, if he says Nightmare, I'm gonna kill him because it's not. It's Dream Warriors. Everybody knows yeah. that. Don't don't yeah. start with me. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Dream Warriors since I was like ten years old, man. Yeah, we're go- we're I gonna saw watch it like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it's probably been about five years since I've seen it, but you know, it's one of those movies that it never gets old because it's literally the best film in the franchise. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's true. All right, so and then uh, then it's my turn. I forgot what I said I was going to make us watch. Um, uh, it was a horror film, obviously. Oh, where uh, American Werewolf, American in London. Werewolf in London. Right. Yep. Hmm. All right, so and I I am still trying to find my horror pick. There. I mean, if you want to go with something you haven't seen, that's always an option. Yep. So that's what I mean, I'm trying to find, but. Well, let's be honest. Death hasn't God seen damn, a lot. Streaming, streaming services suck for horror. They really do. Yeah, uh, because... Uh, Tubi has great selections. They do, and don't even bother with Shudder, because, my no. God, for it, no. for it it's supposed to be a horror app, it fucking blows. It's garbage. It's absolutely ass garbage. Yeah, Sarah had that, and I looked at it, I'm like, you know what, I don't want this. You can have <laughs> it. Yeah. So All right, take it so back. we'll take it back. We'll be back next week, and I know we said this week we were going to do Cobra Kai, but things have changed, so we're going to have to push that back to next week. That's fair. All right, it's yeah. been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs>